be fair, this wouldn't be the first time you read something and had to be corrected on it. Surrender, bitch. Diesel-powered fanny hammer. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. I don't even know what to think about that one. Stupid. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> Just let that one digest for a while. How's everybody doing? Uh, be better if we were out of this combat and I was alive. <laughs> well, we're halfway I'm being there. honest with you. Uh, you guys are up against the Wormwood and the officers therein during the naval siege of Sharkbane Island. So, so Scram went ahead and just murdered like 80% of the generic crew on the Wormwood with that cloud kill spell, which was freaking awesome. The rest of the crews, they're going to sit out. Um, <laughs> but the officers, that's another story. So let's, uh, let's see here. We've got Adelita Doloruso up here by the steering wheel. You've got Ryrus Crine, and you've got Patch Salt. And right before we ended last week, a new challenger approached as he uh, jumped down the main mast. A Rohadomi sailor wearing a mask. For anybody who didn't quite understand what was happening between the players and the audience, uh, this is none other than the masked prisoner. The, sa- <laughs> the sailor that the masked helmet made his bitch. After you guys uh, took the man's promise way back in book one. Yeah, that's like episode like 15 or something. That's way back there. Mast helmet. This is the most unexpected throwback. (laughs) The mast helmet. (laughs) I think it was like like episode eight or something. It's way back there. (laughs) The mast helmet gave him a mask, said, you have to wear this mask. You're my bitch. You you try to talk to anyone else and I'll fucking kill you. And then the very next day. Uh, you guys got put on the man's promise, and all the Rohodomi sailors stayed on the Wormwood, and you guys never saw him again. But if this was till now, till now, and if this was something like One Punch Man, this entire episode would be dedicated to this guy's backstory and all the, <laughs> the trials and tribulations that he's endured ever since. Uh, but according to him, the rest of the crew of the Wormwood have have not allowed him to take his mask off. <laughs> as a form of shame or rid- ridicule and oh he apparently has clawed his way to the top to an officer's position uh where he hopes to regain his honor by killing the masked helmet and boy is he in for a disappointment <laughs> <laughs> by the way this goes back all the way to uh it looks like episode 12 episode 12 book one Man, if there's one thing Joe's good at, and there's like one thing Joe's good at, <laughs> it's planting these little seeds for me to just like just let just let them just let them ferment for like two years. <laughs> Whether it's a a mass prisoner or a bruv, it always yeah. comes back. I'm just kidding, Joe. You're good at like more than one thing. Yeah, He's at, at least pretty two. good at the Rubik's cube. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. I solved There's the Rubik's something. Cube recently. Very nice. So you'll be happy to know. Very nice. Okay, so so it is the masked prisoner's turn, or uh, uh, he's come to be known. I don't know if this will come up or not as Master Mask. <laughs> Master Mask. 
Uh, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna hold an action. All right. So with that, it is now Scram's turn. Scram. Right. Wow us. I will. Uh, Top a, that a second time. I'm gonna do chain lightning, and I'm gonna do it right on Patch Patch Salt. And uh, not only am I gonna get everybody else, but I am also gonna get the. Uh, uh, the moving siege engine I saw earlier that was uh, controlled by magic. For, so the primary target is Patch Patch Salt, correct? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. All right. So Sorry. She'll make her reflex save. That's a natural two. So does not make it. Not going to make it. All right. Now let's go with that moving uh, ballista. And that's a 24. For reflex save? Yeah. It's a hell of a reflex for the ballista. Uh, I'm assuming it's an unattended object, or it's an attended object, so whoever's controlling it makes the reflex save for it. Yeah, mm. it, it makes it. Okay. Then we'll go Ryrus Crine. That's an eight. And now we'll go with Adelita Dolorusso. Uh, 20. It's 23, so now. Okay. And finally, Master Mask. 18. Does not make it. All right, so the only the only one to make their save is the ballista. <laughs> it, would, it would appear. All right, go ahead and roll your damage, Tom. It is thirty-four. That is not nothing, though. Yeah, but that's you know thirty-four damage to four people and another seventeen to the ballista. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just waiting to see what this book's got in store. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm. Still, like, I'm still very curious about that tower, so I'm gonna stare at it for a second. Tower, the um, the clock tower. Oh, the the clock on the wormwood that's yep. super magical. Oh, it's not there. Oh, in fact, make a perception check. Thirteen. Uh, yeah. Uh, you don't see the 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 wormwood clock, okay. uh, which definitely strikes you as odd. Uh, you don't see an aura where it should be. It's just not there. All right. I, I guess I'm going to remain on Autumn. It's probably a good call. Yep. Yeah. Alrighty. Ivan, your turn. Okay. I'm going to charge the Mass Prisoner. That's Master Mask to you. He will always be Mass Prisoner. He's going to have to kill the Voth if he doesn't want to be a prisoner. <laughs> oh, threaten me with a good time. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> to one-shot this fool anyways. Um, <laughs> so I'm charging him from 30 feet up. As an owl, and we will be employing the kitty missile technique for this. <laughs> I love this. It's locked, missile, loaded, well. and fired. So, uh, lightning will be my energy choice for wild shaping. First, uh, the bite is a 29 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay, so this is going to be 2d6 of uh, energy damage for lightning. Four acid. Actually, don't count that four acid. Because I don't get it on my bite. Mm-hmm. Casual but, gets mad at me every time I do that. Mm-hmm. But choose <laughs> choose one for the rage and make the four that. Oh, wait a minute. I have rage? Yes, you do. Okay, so the damage from the bite is actually 20 piercing. Okay. And then there's... We'll do four, uh, four lightning damage, four fire damage from the rage... And you know what? I'm going to activate the one round per combat for another D6. And this will be cold. 
one cold okay. damage. Then I'm going to roll three d6s for the falling damage. That's another eight damage. You roll d8s. Oh, let me re-roll that then. Nice try. That's another 13 damage. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Happy to help. So next is Claws. The first one is a 36 to hit. That hits. That's 25 damage plus two lightning, three acid, one fire, four cold damage. Then the second claw is a natural 20 with a confirmation of 38. Yeah, that confirms. Yeah. Quick card, Matt. I told you I'm killing this guy in one shot. Oh, beautiful. This is called Swing Through. <laughs> Double damage, so the normal, like, actual crit damage. And you get one free attack against an adjacent foe at the same bonus. So you can choose to hit either Patch or Ryrus Crine with a, with, with a claw. Like, you can, tr- you can make an attack against them with your claw. One of them. Okay, so... Uh... Let's do the damage on the, the masked bitch first. Yeah, it's 43 slashing damage. Mm-hmm. Plus four lightning, two acid, three fire, one cold. Okay. So if we're sticking with the One Punch Man theme... <laughs> <laughs> uh, after a half hour of, of explaining to you his tragic... Uh, climb from the bottom up to an officer's position and really just building up the whole combat that, you know, it's going to be a big deal. He is barely finished uh, pontificating when Ivan just flutters his little owl wings over and just freaking slices and dices him and he is dead. Drops a cat on him. (laughs) Just kitty missiled him. Yep. And the mass prisoner is dead. <laughs> I am so upset right now. <laughs> so you have a free claw attack against one of these guys, and then you still have your extra have attack haste. from haste. Yep. yep. So I'm just going to roll my claw again because I have two of them. So uh, first one's a 23 to hit. Against patch. That hits. Nice. Ooh. So that's 22 slashing damage plus oh, two lightning Two acid, six fire, six cold damage. Okay. I want you all to bear in mind that all of these NPCs just took chain lightning right before this. And plus con damage. Yeah. And con damage. Patch Patch Salt took two con damage. Hold on a second. (laughs) (laughs) She might be dead right now. Teehee. How many levels does she have? This is (laughs) beautiful. Just a flurry I feel like I of cats. A blessing. <laughs> no, your blessing is what's making this all happen. Actually, fair point. Go get him, me. <laughs> you know how Manny, every time he killed somebody, he put a little notch on his rifle. I feel like for Leon, every time Ivan kills someone, you get a half a notch for it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right, Patch is still up. Okay. Hmm. He's not going to be. Well, do I finish him off with the second claw, or do I realize he's hurting pretty bad and try and like mess up the other person I'm next to? Personally, I'm of the mentality kill, that you kill. you get rid of a threat 
completely yeah. before yeah. worrying about overkill. Remove combat yeah. combatants. Okay. She's going to do as much damage with one hit point as she does with full hit points. Yeah. That's true. Does she have one hit point? I'll never tell. Well, since you won't tell, she I did four. roll a CMB to grapple, and that was a 39. Mm-hmm. That grapples. And then the second claw is a 39 to hit, and it's, it's 18 damage, so... I mean, I'll roll the four d sixes just because I want to see. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Ivan and his rainbow tiger claws. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is—it's like he's got Captain Planet in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ivan flies over, and two NPCs go away. <laughs> With families and backstories. <laughs> That's a family dump. Oh, <laughs> uh, that if there ever if ever there was a family dump, we just watched it. Alright, Patch is gone. Mask is gone. Up next is Cheryl. Top that. Yeah, so let's see. That was amazing. And so I'll I'll remind you that the edges of your two ships are next to each other. Together. Yeah. Yep. So Ryaris crying right now is you're a five foot step away from being able to like full attack her, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'd like to do some flanking, but the full attack is just too juicy. Yeah. So I'm gonna five foot step and unload this book into their poor fucking. Face. Make sure you got everything toggled appropriately, unlike me. <laughs> yeah. So I just pick which one I want for fervor. Fervor. Right? right. All right. Yeah. So full attack book. Now these people today is your first. Are, uh, this is your first bane. So, right. These people are all basically human, right? A humanoid. What do I? What do I call for this? Because I'm expecting that I'm gonna be blasting a bunch of humans. Uh, you're gonna bane humanoid human. Yeah, I think Ryrus and Adelita are both humans. Mm-hmm. All right, bane humanoid. Let's go. Was Harrigan a humanoid? He's human. Thirty-four. Yep. Thirty-four is gonna hit. Goddamn right. Oh, 21 damage. Uh, plus, I'll just stick with the 1d6 for, for acid damage. Nice. You don't expect a book to be covered in acid, but this time it is. I never do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be less right. likely to expect it to be on fire. <laughs> what a hot book. Good point. Hot book. <laughs> and, right. ooh, 23 on the next roll. That's going to hit. Yes. Ooh. These people oh. are not well armored. 17, still still good, still good. All right. Uh, plus that D6, don't forget. I get that on every single roll? Yeah, oh yeah as long as you have rage on. Oh, <laughs> just a one. Thanks one acid. So my hasted attack will come in with... Kapa! 31. And I know that hits, so I'm going to go ahead and roll 25 plus an extra <laughs> one acid. Because uh, that's just how I roll, a little, little tinge. <laughs> All right. Hey, you kill Ryrus crying. Wow. Nice. nice. It's the jalapenos, oh, man. They're yeah. great. That's how we do. Fuck me. <laughs> wow. This is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Alex, your enemies are dumpsters. I know, right? <laughs> dumpsters. <laughs> okay. Uh, up next is Devoth. All right. You get that little rage healing going that I also factored in for Cheryl and Ivan. Devoth is going to charge at Adelita Delarusso. Uh, you don't have a straight line. Devoth is flying. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he's also going to ascend five feet for the, you know, higher ground bonus. Right, because okay. that's what he needs. 
<laughs> like a flying Devoth was terrifying enough. Flying Devoth <laughs> with haste and rage and... Yo, since we're going to an anime field, can Devoth and Ivan coordinate like a, a tag team move from the air? Kitty <laughs> missile plus flying chip equals kitty chip? I don't know. We'll work on the name, but... <laughs> no, that was there. perfect, Nick. <laughs> oh, Alright, thanks. Uh, sorry. And actually, you know what? No, I'm going to amend that. He, Devoth is not charging. He's just going to fly up to her and then vital strike. Okay. Because Vital Strike is better than charging. Flying Rage Monster. If you think you can hit her. Uh, I'm going to say a 39 probably does. Yeah, you hit her. And that is 39 damage from Chip and another 4 oh, cold damage. Hold on one second. She's got uh, some mirror images. Did Ooh. I forget to mention that? Yes, you did. Hmm. Oh no, he's using our tech against us. <laughs> <laughs> he read a book. <laughs> All right, so she has six images. So I'm going to roll a D8, re-roll an eight. One hits her. Five. All right. So you remove a mirror. Well, that feels good, I guess. <laughs> Fucking yeah, satisfying. Don't you have another attack? Nope. No, I had to move. Yeah, but don't you get one from haste? No, Only on a full, full attack. attack action, which you can't do if you moved. Okay. All right, it's now Adelita's turn. So, Devoth, you fly right up to her, and, like, she seems like she was not expecting uh, her entire ship to fall over dead uh, <laughs> with that fog cloud. And then she definitely wasn't expecting all of her officers to just eat shit from this dire tiger and catch her with a book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she's she's kind of bugging out right now, and you fly up to her, and you swing, you hit a mirror. And she's not really looking cocky about being missed. So she's going to move 10 feet up here. So that's going to provoke. Okay. Uh, and I will roll a d6. One hits her. Roll a one. <laughs> nice. So 32 beats her AC, I assume? Yes. So she takes 24 damage. And she takes one. Uh, we'll go with fire damage. And Devoth takes four cold damage. Oh, also... It hasn't come up yet, but I've I was looking through, um, like scald stuff recently, mm -hmm. and I just found out that my dr also gets shared with the with the group when I inspire rage. <laughs> yeah, it does. No, <laughs> no way. What is it? It's one point. It's, it, it's dr one. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? I don't even uh, want it because I feel like that's just that's rubbing so Axel's nose. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take yours too. That's fine. You can give two. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so she she runs up the stairs, so she is level with Devoth, and she's going to cast a spell. And from her outstretched hand bursts a sixty foot cone of shimmering colors. <laughs> she's casting a spell called Prismatic Spray. So here's what happens. Devoth and Ivan are both in the area. For each creature in the area, I roll 1d8. And depending on the result of that, a different thing happens. So the different effects are varying amounts of different elemental damages. There's a poison that can kill you. Like, just that's the poison effect, is death. Flesh to stone. Insanity. And the really crazy one, sent to a random plane. Yep. Yeah, this spell is bonkers. So I've got a D8 that I haven't 
rolled in game yet that I took out just for this occasion by sent to us by Lord Richter. Well, sent to me by Lord Richter. He also sent the rest of you guys dice, but he sent me this one. So I'm going to roll this one. Uh, and so whatever happens to Devoth and Ivan, uh, this is on you, Lord Richter. <laughs> wow, what a, what a dick you are. <laughs> I'm no not going to be held responsible <laughs> when Devoth gets sent to the positive energy plane and explodes. Yo, I was kind of hoping that Ivan gets sent to like a different plane. So this one is for Devoth. All right. I got a four. I need a fortitude save from Devoth. That's a 33. Yeah. Yeah. Keep us in suspense. <laughs> All right. So Devoth <laughs> fights off the poison. Yeah. All right. Come on. Give me an eight. Here comes Ivan. Oh, the eight is struck by two rays, and I roll two more times. Oh. No. Wait. Don't give me an eight. <laughs> I was hoping that was the place one. <laughs> give him an eight. Ivan gets a six. Uh-oh. I need a will save. Oh, God. You got this. E, 17. Hero point it. Uh, I don't believe Ivan has any hero points. 17. Ivan is struck insane. Uh, again? Oh, the insanity spell. Oh, again. This isn't, isn't, <laughs> isn't even the first time. This is not even <laughs> the first time. I think last uh, time I had to die. <laughs> and then Adelita is going to, uh, she casts Prismatic Spray and it engulfs Devoth and Ivan. Devoth uh, emerges uh, seemingly unharmed. And uh, Adelita uh, is going to cast another Quickened spell. This time she's going to cast Quickened Magic Missile. So that is 5d4 plus 5. Five. I assume she's barraging me. Yeah, sorry. She's casting it on Devoth. Uh, ooh, that was a pretty good roll, actually. You take 21 points of damage. And she kind of she kind of regains a little bit of a uh, little bit of edge, and uh, she calls across to the maskador and says, "She says, Leon, this is your last chance to come clean to your captain, or at the very least, tell your friend Cheryl what you did to him." And she looks over at Cheryl and, uh, as she's finished speaking. All right, so up next is Leon. You gonna come clean? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had you. Uh, so. What what would get rid of that insanity? Greater restoration, heal, limited wish, miracle, or wish. Okay. I'm going to walk up to Ivan and cast heal. You would. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine at this point, Try again, I buddy. Like I have rabies. Like I'm foaming at the mouth, twitching a little. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just gently wipe the foam from your mouth. <laughs> take out like a okay, like a buddy. pocket hanky and just dab yeah, the corners of the magic bowl. hanky <laughs> i come back too and i'm very confused that's the effect that the magic hanky has <laughs> but i mean i'm also a cat so i like my face scratch so i start to purr a little bit <laughs> it always works i'm telling you all right so at this point uh scram who i think is still the only one really who's been paying any attention to that ballista uh would see the ballista uh swivel to the right a little bit and it's going to fire at leon no and as it does a person previously invisible appears so you all see kipper who is uh who was the uh the gunner's mate on the wormwood that's a natural 20 no like a good natural 20 or a bad one it's against us so a bad one and that's a 26 
against your flat-footed AC minus two to confirm. That would hit any of my ACs. <laughs> All right, so Matt. So really, you could just pick if you'd like. I need a crit card for piercing. This is called elbow pierced. Double damage, so actual crit damage. And the target drops whatever it is holding. One item. So that's going to be 68 damage. And uh, Kipper's got some sneak attack, which uh, Leon was flat-footed versus his invisible attack. So... Sneak attack with a ballista seems really silly. <laughs> it, that tactic is written out in the book as what he does in this fight. Wow. And hold on. Uh, so he's so he drinks a potion of visibility as the PC's prepared to board. And then it says, Kipper mans a ballista, hoping to fire on a PC within 30 feet so he can make one of the most memorable sneak attacks of his life. Oh, no. Is how it's worded. And boy, is this going to be memorable. All right, so, Leon, you take 44 damage. Oh, man, <laughs> just watching Dang. that hit point meter drop. <laughs> to What are you sitting on now, Leon, 14? Yeah. So you took a mighty 44 damage to your elbow. <laughs> yeah, uh, which means I dropped my rod. Oh, that's true. Uh, and whenever I drop something as uh, a haunted... Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Ghosts literally knock it away, so it ends up being farther away from me. I don't. I think it ends up like 10 feet away from you in a random direction. Yep, 10 feet away, random direction. Okay, I'll roll a d8 for that. So starting at your north, you go one, two, three. So it's going to wind up... Well, there's a wall, so I guess it would just drop right here. So it's only five feet to your... Yeah. Silver lining. So, Scram, you'd you'd probably see this in, like, slow motion as the ballista's, like, like, a little to the left, a little to the right, fire! And Kipper appears, and he's just got this giant grin on his face. He's like, yeah! And the ballista's just, boom! (laughs) Right right at Leon. Leon takes a whole heck of a lot of damage, and Kipper just, like, does, like, a fist pump in the air. He's like, he's like, yeah, what? And then he, like... He's been he's been focusing on lining that shot up so that he kind of looks over at the main deck and he's like, oh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, shit. You're, you're uh, about to get fired on, too, by a kitty. <laughs> it's like, I made that attack. It was awesome. I'm ready to die. Yeah, he's, he's, he's <laughs> so be it. Uh, all right. So up next is Scram. Simultaneously, Scram was probably like, no, <laughs> like really uh, just watching Leon just like take a heavy hit. Mm hmm. I almost don't want to waste, like, a heavy spell on this. I'm going to do magic missile on her. Okay. That will automatically hit her. Yep. Yikes. 15 damage. All right. Way to be shown up by Adelita. Three ones. All right. Up next is Ivan. Yeah, well, nobody hits my little Leon like that and gets away with it. I'm charging that fool. All right. It's a 26 to hit with the bite. That hits. That's going to be 23 damage plus 6 lightning, uh, 4 fire damage. Okay. And CMB of a 28 to grapple. Yeah, that grapples. All right. Let's get Claudia up in here. Uh, first one's a 33 to hit. Yeah, that hits. PCs should never get pounce. <laughs> like, <laughs> the fact that this is just... Built in to a the tiger form, uh, yeah, just a, a, any choice. Like the PC can be like, hmm, what do I want? I can do this, 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 this. One of those choices is pounce. 
<laughs> now, now, like you don't need to make PCs... an extra feat. You know what? Now, is it though that the PCs shouldn't get pounce, or is it Nick should be rewarded for seeing the lines and execute. for reading the word pounce and going, "I want that one." No, the line is just a giant neon sign. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw take, the line. Take guys. this Come one. On. Yeah, your reward is that you now have pounce and <laughs> trivialize every fucking combat I throw at you. That's guys. a really that's a really good point. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, back to the murdering. Yep, that's yep, here we tw- are. Twenty five slashing. Mm-hmm. Um one lightning, six acid, five fire damage. Okay. Next attack is a thirty nine to hit. That hits. For 21 slashing damage. Yep. And then three lightning damage, one acid damage, and one fire damage. Okay. And then I'll take another attack. No, you can't. Kipper's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Because you have pounce. So, as a full round action, you eliminate a single enemy. Or sometimes two. (laughs) It's good to hit your power spike. Cheryl, you're up. All right. So after I did my booking on my target, uh, mm-hmm. I, I look down very satisfied. And then out of the corner of my eye, Leon gets absolutely blasted. And so uh, I'm going to run over and toss my heel here because that Aww. looked like it hurt a lot. And he can't tell you his secret if he's dead. Oh, That's yeah. True. Maybe you should withhold <laughs> that heel until he talks. <laughs> Nah, that yeah, like hurt. because he's totally incapable of healing himself. <laughs> well, I just figure if someone else comes out of the shadows or something, it's good not to be at 14 HP in a combat, I've mm-hmm. always thought. Sure. <laughs> yep. That makes and sense. so uh, I heal him for 22, and since I only took a 5-foot step and did a heal, do I get another action? You have a move action that you cannot use to move. So if you have something yes, else that requires a move action to do, you can do that. Yes, yes. Uh, I'll hold my move action. You can't. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's it, I'm done. Alright, up next is Devoth. Alright, I uh, heal from rage, and then Devoth is going to five foot fly, and full attack on Adelita. What's a five foot flap? I don't have wings. Don't care. It's a five foot flute. Um, but yeah, uh, full attack with chip. Okay, Adelita still has five mirror images. Yep. So that's a 38 to hit and a 29 to hit. Okay, those two hit. Let's roll a d6. A 1 hits her. 5. So you kill another image. So I'm going to roll a d6 again. Ignore a 6. And a 1 is her. 4. So now she has 3 images. Okay. And then the hasted attack is a 33 to hit. 33 will hit. Roll on a d4. A 1 is her. 1. Ha, there we go. Yes. Oh, Wow. I rolled three ones on my damage dice. Oh, no. Oh, man. (laughs) So unlucky. So she takes 20 damage from the axe and two damage. uh, I think I said it was uh, acid before. I think I can choose each round, so it's acid this time. Okay. And then I took six damage back from uh, Vicious. Okay. So something I forgot to mention is that when you... Uh, sliced into her, uh, you felt a bit of damage reduction, and uh, you feel it again. Okay. Just FYI. 
All right, then it is Adelita's turn. So she's going to take a five-foot step back. She's going to cast a Quickened Scorching Ray spell at Devoth. Okay. So that's going to be three rays. So that is a 22 versus your touch. Yep, that'll hit. Okay, and then a... There's another 22. Okay. Uh, 24 versus your touch. Yep. And, ooh, a 10 versus your touch. That one misses. Okay, so it's going to be 8d6 fire damage. You take 28 fire damage. Okay. And she shouts loud enough for everyone to hear, Cheryl, when you and your captain are ready to... Uh, talk about your so-called loyal medic's true intentions. I'll be waiting. And as a standard action, she teleports away. What? And the battle seems to be over. All right. Um. Well, shit. Uh, looking around, how is the rest of the battle going? You look around, and the rest of the battle seems to have worn down. Uh, you see quite a lot of ships from your, uh, from your fleets smoking, damaged floundering you're actually like you're you're looking for ships that don't look like they're about to start sinking and as you're surveying the the water you realize that you don't really see any any of the wormwoods ships that look like they're intact as well and that's when uh like because it's just like a forest of masts and flags uh all around you and that's when uh some some ships that are like like right in your line of sight, kind of like bob to the side, and you see a cluster of fresh-looking ships that seem to have just arrived. And among them, you see the flag of the internship. Hey! And you recognize the others as belonging to Tessa Fairwind, the westerly gambit. It would appear that the battle around you seemed like you were kind of on the losing side until uh, Sandera and the Westerly Gambit arrived, and they kind of, like, cleaned up what was left of uh, Barnabas Harrigan's fleets. And as uh, as you're taking this in, Devoth, uh, a mechanical parrot, flutters over and lands on your shoulder. Um, I'm going to, before I read that, I'm going to go and bust into the captain's cabin and just make sure Harrigan's not actually here. Fucking coward. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, putting his blouse on. <laughs> maybe we should make sure there's no traps i feel like if harrigan gave up the wormwood he in his mind he was losing it and i could see him like self-destructing it on us yeah sounds like devoth already did it though so. yeah devoth don't care <laughs> since when has devoth ever cared <laughs> uh fortunately devoth is not hit with any traps you kick the door open and you don't see barnabas harrigan is there any magic with this ship? This is definitely the Wormwood, right? Yes. In fact, uh, once the once the battle ends uh, and you're free to hop over onto the Wormwood and get a better look at the main deck, uh, you go over to where you remember the the clock being, and you can see where it was removed from the deck. Like you can see like this square of not as faded floorboards, and like you can see the 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 nail holes from when it was nailed down to the the deck and like it was clearly just removed uh probably recently all right well busting into the captain's cabin and not actually finding harrigan i'm going to go ahead and just like plop down on one of his chairs and read the note that's in the parrot i'm gonna <laughs> follow devoth into the 
Captain's cabin. It says on your left with a winky face. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make a Captain perception Light. check? Sure. What are you looking for? Anything that looks like it would personally belong to Harrigan. Hmm. And that's a 27. Uh, it could be like a hair in the hammock or like anything that I could reasonably <laughs> be like, this belonged to Harrigan. Right. Um, with a 27, you're not really finding anything. Um, then I will enlist I the mean, help of Devoth. Hey, boss man, you you've met Harrigan. You've you've served, I say in quotations, on this <laughs> ship at one time. Anything in here look like it would be something personal of his? I mean, this is my first time in here, but uh, let's take a look. Is the ship itself not personal of his? I was wondering that. Like, if you're talking about scrying, like oh, you know I am. I'm trying to oh, gather yeah. ship for scramp. I definitely, uh... I don't think the ship would, would be ship considered... Would a ship count as, a, like, an object, like yeah. a possession? I don't think that would I don't count know. enough as, like, it, a trinket, would I don't think know. it was his possession. Yeah, I mean, I could totally see both sides of it. Yeah. It's like... Is there... I don't, like, where does this stop, though? Like, this was the city that he lived in. He considered well, to own it's it. It's not like we're using, like, their life raft or something. Yeah, no, I... It, I mean, I this agree. Is it shit. is his boat. I, I mean, if... In terms of, like, accidentally breaking the game, if we've already got the dude's boat, I don't see a harm in being able to scry on him with it. That's my two cents. Anyway, Devoth got a 24 on the perception, so unless he gets a, an advantage for actually knowing Harrigan a little bit, then I don't find anything either. I mean, there's his, there's his hammock's clean. There's no hairs. The hammock <laughs> itself is not considered his. Well, I mean, he was renting the hammock. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's IKEA. It's one of those hammocks that prevents seasickness. <laughs> Run a center. Ivan, you, you're not going to find any hairs. The breeze of the sea is just constantly like blowing anything like that loose. Uh, but I will definitely count the wormwood, if not like the fixtures in his office. Right, as, that's where uh, I was going next. Like, yeah, what's on his desk? <laughs> <laughs> this is a nice pen. Yeah, that's a mug. Like it's his favorite mug. I love how you work for the hair captain. first. <laughs> well, because I think like there's different levels of it, and having like a like a chunk of their hairs, like you get a yeah. super bonus. Yeah, yeah like it's all, having an actual like piece of them, you get a big uh, big bonus. Yeah, it's all uh, creating a penalty on their will save, and having a body part, lock of hair, bit of nail, etc., is a minus ten penalty on the will save. Yeah, there's no nails on this desk. You're telling me that motherfucker <laughs> doesn't bite his nails. God. He's very hygienic. Yeah, he he bites his nails, but he swallows them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, Dude. he was drinking. Is his saliva on any of the bottles? Oh my god, guys! <laughs> <laughs> Can always count on Tom just to shove it over the cliff. Yeah. You're you've got possession or garment, okay. Uh, cool. <laughs> which which will give him a minus four penalty on his will save. For fuck's sake. Alright, so not finding anything in here, I guess we go back out on deck. And, uh, yeah, we welcome in Sandera and Tessa's fleet, the Westerly Gambit. Yep. Uh, so as you guys are uh, waiting for the Westerly Gambit and uh, internship to close in, you hear some, some hushed voices coming from the stairs on the main deck. And you look over and you see... Like three or four sailors that look like they were the of of the of the sailors who survived the cloud kill and quickly fled below decks and uh, 
They're just kind of like, like, no, just, just don't, don't, guys, no, no it's okay, it's all right, I got, I got this. And, and like, uh, one of them just kind of like pokes his head up above the other three. They're all like kind of like huddling, like glancing over at Devoth and Ivan in fear. <laughs> and uh, one pokes his head up and he says, uh, C- Captain Devoth. I'll give him like a. I feel like Devoth is probably a bit like singed after that last scorching ray. Sure. So he's just kind of like he's got almost like probably like little bits of smoke coming off of him in certain spots, and he just kind of like looks at him with like this sickly sweet grin, like yes. <laughs> he and he's like ah uh, um uh, um are are you are you gonna k- kill us? I know it's been. No, a fate worse than death. Get a mask for these two. <laughs> <laughs> that does make me really tempted to walk up to the masked corpse and take the mask and hand it to one of them. Oh, God. <laughs> You've been demoted. <laughs> well, I know it's been a while, but do I recognize either of these guys? No. Any of these guys as like having been on the man's promise when we took it? No. no he's. Like there's a high turnover rate on Harrigan's crew. <laughs> yeah, as you're as you're kind of like pondering your response, he uh, he pipes up. He's like, Be- because we we know where you can f- you can find Barnabas Harrigan. If you if you don't kill us, we'll we'll tell you where he is. And we, you can and you can let us go. Well, that was lucky. And <laughs> like the like, other three are kind of like tugging on his ear, like, no, no, don't just kill us anyway. So don't. When Devoth hears him say, like, and you can let us go, he's going to start kind of, like, chuckling a little bit, like. <laughs> <laughs> they should start, like, sobbing. <laughs> You're our new slaves. I mean, our new four slaves. I mean, our new citizens. citizens. Our new prisoners with, with jobs who we don't pay. <laughs> I look at them, and I go, well, you know what? I'm sure you've heard. I served on this ship once upon a time. Oh, oh we've heard. Everybody on the Wormwoods heard. There's like wanted posters of Devoth's face hanging up. (laughs) (laughs) How long have you been on the crew here? Uh, About a month. Did you join willingly? Um, says we just we were we we wanted to we wanted to 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 be pirates and Barnabas Harrigan was he he was he was looking 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 for new pirates. So we we thought hey this guy's this guy's a pirate. Um. So we yes 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 wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I got I gotta say, at least you were smart enough not to try and lie to me. I I appreciate that. Not, not, <laughs> not, I know, <laughs> not you know a lot, but it's appreciated. <laughs> good one, good one, Captain Devoth. He's as funny as I as I as I heard. <laughs> Devoth just kind of like whips Chip around and like just brings it up and like stops it within like. A couple inches of the guy's neck. <laughs> Don't interrupt me. I want him. Now, you are going to tell me where Harrigan is. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, after that, we'll see about the letting you live part. Okay, 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 okay. And he just kind of like like melts to the floor. <laughs> like all four of them are just like cowering in, in fear. Like you, the, the fear you're striking into the surviving sailors is notable yeah but it would take i mean somebody like scram with the spells and resources that he has uh it might take a couple days to 
get these ships back in, well, ship shape. Like each or like total? Total. Oh, all right. And that's uh, including Harrigan ships too, right? No, no. If you if it you're looking at like closer to a week if you want to get like every ship on both sides well, looking I mean, good again. We're not just gonna give them their ships back and say go on your way. Oh, oh no, no. We yeah. just added a bunch of ships to our fleet. That's what I'm saying. That's worth yeah. a week. Um. Well, I was say even so, like that actually brings me to my next point. Uh, to the uh, cowering, I'm assuming freshly wet sailors on the deck in front of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to ask them, so how much of Harrigan's fleet was this? Um I I I think this I think this was the fleet. Um he he's he's been the fleet's been getting bigger and bigger. Uh so I don't know if he has more uh in another part of the shackles, but when we left the island this was ev- everybody. Well, that's good to know. You know he's got some stash somewhere else. <laughs> also, isn't he stashed somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. If he didn't so, come with all... These weren't all the ships if he didn't come. Well, either way, he, he's a coward, and that's all we got to know about him right now. And, yeah, so let's... Uh, we're going to uh, take these guys, tie them up, get them back on the Mascador, and then we Shoot will... this bitch. Yeah, we're going like, to loot the ship, and then we'll get... You know, all the ships that are not, you know, completely wrecked back to the shore-ish. So we and we'll loot those. Get too. to work on those. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, loot. Yeah. Well, what do we got for loot? Okay. Hey, uh, hey, well, for the fleet itself, uh, there's very little plunder in the ship's holds. They're mostly empty, save for some supplies for the crews. But gathering every... I mean, that makes sense, right? You're, you don't go into battle with treasure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so gathering everything together, uh, you between all the ships, you can still scrape five points of plunder. Now let's go to the officers that you killed. Aha. Uh-huh. So we got Kipper. He's got two potions of cure moderate wounds and one potion of invisibility, a plus one chain shirt, a masterwork buckler, a plus one flaming composite longbow geared for a strength score of plus two. And a masterwork short sword. Patch Patch Salt has plus one leather armor. Plus one human bane short sword. A masterwork dagger. And 554 gold pieces. Ryrus Crine has two potions of cure serious wounds. A plus two breastplate. A plus one boarding pike. Five masterwork daggers, a grappling hook, 50 feet of rope, and a peg leg. Oh, peg leg. Did she, uh, like, rob the quartermaster store or something there with all those masterwork daggers? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, now let's go to the masked prisoner. Two potions of cure serious wounds, plus one chain shirt, cloak of resistance plus one, a plus one short sword. And a ring of protection plus one. All right. Searching the ships, I'm looking for signs of Kroop to not Kroop, uh Grok while we're here. Looking for signs of Grok. Ah, yes. Um well you go yeah. down to her old quartermaster store. It's pretty barren. Uh like you remember there being like the five or six chests that were there, and there's like one chest with like some miscellaneous crap, but it's it's basically empty. Of of any sort of valuables, uh, 
maybe part of the five points of plunder you got were from in here. All right. But, yeah, you don't see Grok, and you get the feeling that she hasn't really... Either she hasn't been manning this store, or there's just been, like, no... Nothing for her to quartermaster. Okay. All right. Then with that, we get all of the other ships kind of back to shore, uh, taking prisoners as we go, and we're going to have a nice big bonfire with the Mascador. Ooh. All right. Yeah, buddy. All right, so you guys... Why are we burning the Mascador? Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And why are we all excited about it? Yeah, let's burn it. We're finally done with this ship. (laughs) (laughs) Campaign over. Uh, I think Tom and I knew that you meant the Wormwood. Yeah. So we just responded to that. (laughs) Can I present Um, maybe an alternative plan with the Wormwood? What do you got? Well, Cheryl. Captain Cheryl. <laughs> captain Cheryl. Listen, we all know if you're going to be a captain, you're the barrel captain, not Captain Cheryl. Okay? Oh, yeah. I was thinking, Sorry. remember what the plan was with Keith Assault Spray's ship? Yeah, like, it's we know we have to go track down Harrigan. Might be a good decoy to have the first thing that shows up and that they see is the Wormwood. That mm. is oh. pretty cool. Ooh. I think that the Voth has already happen, burned it down, though. though. Yeah, well, while that probably would fine. You know be what? No, no other fun. PCs get to do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, we still have Keith's ship that we can go and do that with. But nah, like, I, mean, I don't care. Devoth well, finally I... has control of the Wormwood. This thing's getting burned to the fucking seafloor. Okay, so you guys get as many ships kind of drifted towards the docks as you can. Some are just unsalvageable. Yeah, like even as you're surveying the scene, like they're just sinking below the waves the wormwood ironically is one of the more intact of the ships uh so you have no problem uh getting it uh in position scram's not gonna hang around too long for the party but he does want to like see the wormwood like burn uh i mean devall's gonna give scram the honors of lighting it on fire Ooh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How that changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was DeVos just... like, big party later. Scram's like, all right, but you know, I can't stay long. DeVos like, dude, you're gonna light the thing on fire. And he's like, Well, I guess I should <laughs> stay for cake or something. <laughs> exactly it. I'll try some. Uh you just tell me when. Oh, whenever you're ready. Oh. Um I cast fireball. All right. Uh, I mean, there's probably some setup required to get a fireball to catch the whole ship on fire. You know, you, you get some some kindling set up beforehand. Uh, just just do a flaming sphere, have it yeah, go down into I, the hold and roll around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with with the right planning, the right setup, Scram casts a fire spell and Wormwood goes up in flames. How does that feel? Devoth and Scram, the, about ten months ago... You two got press ganged on the Wormwood, and now it is burning before you on your island that you own, whereupon you are, whether officially or de facto, uh, pirate lords. I mean, it feels pretty good to be burning the Wormwood, but our job's not done yet. The Wormwood is nice is a nice symbolic victory, but it's not the victory. Mm-hmm. Scram is probably taking it a little bit more than Devoth. Like I could imagine, like you know, Devoth like standing next to me, like arms crossed, like being all stoic. Yeah, like yeah. like like Devoth feels cheated. And, and Scram's <laughs> like, 
Ed scrams off to the side, like right next to him, like hooting and hollering, like "Fuck yeah, burn, bitch, burn!" <laughs> Already got a lampshade over his head. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Scram, Scram definitely wants a little bit of energy out. Like he's, it kind of like hits Devoth a little bit. Like, come on, like you fucking animal. Yeah, like the like the main mast like finally catches and it like just like shoots up to the to the the sails yeah and it's like scrams like yeah fuck yeah and uh you two aren't the only ones uh to really appreciate this the what few of the original press gangies uh that remain in your party uh among your crews yeah we got sandero we got mahim yeah um gifford tibbs jack scrimshaw i think yep uh, and croup and yeah. owlbear yep um owlbear ratline oh. yeah so th- they all come out and for the for the most part they're just they're with scram and they're just like like hanging on each other like like yeah motherfucker what do you think of me now where's your bloody hour now <laughs> but two people are being uh pretty reserved uh croup and surprisingly owlbear who usually is you know kind of like doesn't have a firm grasp on what's going on. Yeah. Seems uncharacteristically like somber as wow. he and Croup watch the wormwood burn. How noticeable is that to the rest of us? Uh, honestly, I don't know how well anyone of the PCs besides Devoth and Scram would know Owlbear well enough. Well, like, I was I'm, thinking I mean, more for Croup, not Owlbear. Oh. Um, Do I, like, I mean, I'll make a perception check if you want. Give me sense motive. 25? Yeah. You know Croup okay. He's the ship's cook. He, uh, he He's kind of uh, more down-to-earth, uh, you know, a little reserved, but, you know, he's got a little partier in him. Uh, Do you think it would, that Ivan would know just from, like, Scram and Devoth talking about their time on the Wormwood that he'd be able to piece together that, like, Croups was on the Wormwood for a long time. Like I imagine probably at one f- point it would come up like, oh, Croup, what did you do on the Wormwood? I'd say even if that specifically didn't come up, it probably would be something that Ivan could piece together. Like He would at the very least know that Croup was the cook on the Wormwood. Seeing uh, his reaction to this, uh, you could probably make a fair assumption by yourself. Croup probably had a, a long history with that ship. All right, I'm gonna, I'll go up to Croup then. Hey, crew. You're looking a little bit more down about this bonfire than uh, the other Wormwood occupants. You okay? Well, thanks for the concern, buddy, but I'm not down. I'm I'm at peace. I guess that's yeah. fair. You were on the for a long time. Must have been kind of like a second home to you. In a way, I've met a lot of friends on the Wormwood and lost a lot of friends on the Wormwood. Luckily, I've... Uh, I've managed to keep some of the better ones, and he uh, he he steals a glance over at Devoth and Scram, and kind of throws an arm over Owlbear. It was it was nothing. A lot of pirates can't say they went through themselves. I mean, getting press ganged or being on the crew of a of an unfair captain. You know, I'm I'm not looking for any special sympathy for the trials I went through. I'm sure many had it harder than me, but. Really? You're always so stoic, Croup, even when you well, were drunk. But I don't know that as I. 
You're, you seem a little drunk right now, Ivan. Well, you know, I mean, did you see me tiger missile that dude? I, I did good work. I play hard, work hard. I didn't see it, but I heard all about it. Speaking of which, it. I had a question for you. He called Shoot. himself the Master of Masks, which is pretty weird, because in all my travels with the Voth and the Maskador, we're the only people that wear masks. Did you know him? He said his name was Arabindi, Master of Masks. Felt like he should have been on our side. I mean, he was wearing a mask. He says, I didn't know him that well, but uh, the guy who gave him that identity, I knew him oh, yeah? very well. Who was he, that guy? Uh, well, was the one who started all this mask malarkey. Uh, Wait, call- that wasn't Deva? <laughs> oh, hell no. I must hear of this mass starter. Meanwhile, Scram is probably like, "Do you see this now, Master Helmet? Do you see this now, Manny?" Like, you know, he's he's shouting to the heavens, like <laughs> calling out all his yeah. former Wormwood yeah. compatriots that have passed. Yeah. Then back to uh, uh, Ivan and Croup. He he's still got an arm around Owlbear, who's who's just kind of like Owlbear's just like staring at the the burning Wormwood, like eyes glassed over like like eyes wide open like mouth slightly agape and he's just looking at it like he's seeing the ship for the first time ever like he's just entranced um i mean obviously like, the ship's like probably like a quarter mile away just like for safety's sake uh, <laughs> the but... island burns down have <laughs> <laughs> a wildfire <laughs> uh then croup throws his other arm around ivan he says buddy let me tell you about the Mast Helmet. The Mast and, uh, Helmet? What a name. Why was oh, he the... called the Mast Helmet? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I he can't not, figure it out. He was not a man of subtlety. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> we can probably fade out, like like pan over as uh, Croup regales uh, Ivan with all the uh, the majesty. That was the masked helmet. The last thing that you hear before the fade out from Ivan is, oh, he sounded like a great warrior. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So what's uh, what's it, everybody else doing? Just kind of enjoying the, the night? Because while all this is happening, uh, like the the rest of the fort, remember, like you've got like like a small community on this island, like. You like people are like bringing food out onto the beach. You've got music playing, like people are just having a fun time. Like the the volleyball court got rebuilt after the uh, amphibious uh, siege of the Incutilis, uh, and people are playing volleyball, like night volleyball, <laughs> using uh, using the burning wormwood as a light source. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Does anybody else have anything they want to do before we uh, before we fade out and? going to the next day yeah as the uh ship is burning and it's like a like a nice warm you know glow and uh picturesque you know like uh two dudes looking over a fireplace i turn to leon and say hey what was that thing earlier you're not trying to kill me are you all casual like like i'm enjoying the fire you know (laughs) no cheryl i'm not trying to kill you oh okay (laughs) because back there for a second there I do owe you something, though. Oh? A, a part of my past intersects with yours, and it's probably not in a very good way. 
I didn't want to bring it up because my business is supposed to be secrets and this is one that could make my mission difficult. Uh, but it's kind of been dragged out into the open a little and as much as I hate the source where it came from, she has a point. You do deserve to know some of the truth. Uh-oh. And in that moment, Cheryl's like, why did I ask? What is this? <laughs> and then I slowly draw out a dagger. Uh-oh. No, I'm kidding. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Um, I say <clears throat> one of the uh, one of the things I had to oversee was uh, disrupting a carpentry guild called the Twin Saw Carpentry. Oh my my Twin Saw Carpentry? Yes. You did? Uh, well, so the plan wasn't to burn it down, and I didn't do that. But it did but burn down. The uh, I did have somebody. Who is working against the guild. Your guild. Cheryl starts to tear up thinking about that day. Because he's looking at a fire. <laughs> yeah. I look over out. at the fire and go, I realize this isn't the greatest time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing out of character. But like, it actually is perfect that this would come up right now. Right. That's this so fucking funny. ship is burning to the, you know, the seafloor. To um, the sea. And Cheryl just kind of doesn't know what to do with this information now. The person that I was in contact with his name was zachariah and you killed him cheryl you would remember kind of before you realize after the the lumber mill burned down but before you realized that it was there was some sort of conspiracy behind it you remember killing a, a guy that you knew to be named zachariah and on his person you found the first clue that would go on to lead you to the mass brotherhood Ah, Zachariah. So, the Masked Brotherhood is... And I just started to trail off like I don't understand what the fuck is going on right now with the Masked Brotherhood mm-hmm. and my search. I uh, I can tell it's very confusing. Uh, and honestly, I don't even know all of the reasons why we do what we have to do. Sometimes I'm just told to do what I'm supposed to, and I usually let my morals decide, but... This one got out of hand, and bad things happened. Well, Cheryl reflects on, you know, all that he's been through, especially with all he's been through with Leon. And, um, you know, he started off chasing the Mass Brotherhood, but along the way, there's been so much more trauma piled onto Cheryl's life than, than really this event even was. I mean, obviously, super traumatic led him down the path, mm-hmm. but... You know, like, the bonds forged with Leon and the crew, and, and who Cheryl is now is, like, a completely different person than right. when he started. Sure. So, I guess, really, Cheryl's just, he, he's confused, but he's confident that the people he's with now are, you know, like, his family, and, you know, what what, what is there to do other than, you know, be thankful that he's telling me all this now and forge ahead, I guess. Like, I feel like whenever you're looking at a fire, there's, like... For me, at least, there's like, there's always like this like pensive, like deeper sort of emotion going on, even if that's not really the case. Yeah. And at this point, it really is the case. So yeah, there's that's, something that's awesome. There's something about fire that is just like this, like haunting, like mystery yeah. that like just captivates yeah. human beings. So yeah. to to add something super personal. It, like a super personal I mean, conversation it, like this to that it highlights both survival and destruction so right yeah, right for sure 
Dang. All right. Well, that was awesome. So does uh, out of game in game. Uh, I think we just probably, you know, continue talking and, you know, Cheryl sort of pours his heart out to Leon and, and lets him know that, you know, how much he means to him. And, you know, you know, Cheryl obviously wants to like learn more and just continue to build his connection with Leon. You know, he's, he's surprised he's hurt, but like he knows, you know, what Leon means to him and like how that is in the past and how, how much he's changed over over the time. So I'm just letting, letting my heart pour out to Leon at this point, you know, and, and wanting to know more, but also, like, in a good way, like, in a learning way and, like, a like a brotherly way, not like a I hate you for this, you you ruined my life type way. Hmm. So this this is a, a conversation of closure for probably both characters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would that's I would say that picking up on that Leon's approach to the conversation would be the same trying to give him bits of information that he might not know and yeah. while I know Leon simply wouldn't tell you everything about the Mass Brotherhood, I would be op- more open than I should be with you about specifically the Twin Saw Carpentry incident because I feel like you you being like, "Hey, this is bad, but like we can forge through this" would make me want to be open about that and help build that bridge back up. So Cheryl, you you remember back when you first met Pierce and went through that whole experience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's coming back. Uh, that a little late kidnapping. Pierce, yeah, Pierce uh, made a deal with you. He said that he would, like, in essence, make some calls and yep. try basically phone in a favor to like kind of help your family out. Yep, yep. And you were never really made aware of the details of that deal. Uh, Leon, you wouldn't be aware of the details either, but you do remember uh, probably not too long before Pierce probably reached out to you about helping Devoth. Uh, He would have reached out to you kind of asking for the file on the Twinsaw project. Uh, okay. Which may have struck you as odd, but you would have like acquiesced anyway, because he would he would have been in, within his rights to do so. That's that's pretty much all you know. I'm just, so I'm just kind of filling in the the cracks there with uh, what Cheryl would know of that situation, what Leon would know. All right. Anybody else have uh, anything they want to do before we fade into the next day? I would like to uh, use this night to actually. Uh, scribe a scroll of make whole. Scram, you're scribing a scroll? Like, <laughs> to plan ahead? I am. What? My god. <laughs> I've got this hero point here, but <laughs> I don't give hero points out for basic competency. <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you. that's fine. You can scribe a scroll of make whole. Outside of what happens at night, no, but what happens tomorrow, yes, I have something. Sure. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to tomorrow. What's that something? You know, I'm assuming it, it's like breakfast or something. Yep. That's in the morning. Yeah. And like, you know, people are just like first waking up like, uh, is there another wizard in here? Like, <laughs> kind of like calling out. Uh, everyone kind of like looks around like, I'm not a wizard. You're a wizard? Looking for, waiting for someone to raise their hand. Nobody raises their hand. Really, no like wizards. none of the other ships had like wizards. I was the only wizard in this. Oh well, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I guess there'd be. I'll roll. I'll roll one d four. 
We'll see how many wizards there were amongst the captured sailors. Yeah. Two people raised their hands. You two uh, come with me. Oh, okay. And I tell him, put the scroll into your uh, into your book. We start working. You start working on ships tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, and then uh, for him, I'm gonna have him start scribing uh, the next day because obviously I don't have two scrolls. Okay. So I'm well, gonna. You can scribe a scroll of make whole right now and give it to him. Oh yeah. Well, Why I didn't you... want to waste the way to do that, but. Wouldn't it be better it to give him fabric- fabricate the makehole? Makehole's a lower level spell. Yeah, these like, wizards are not high enough level for fabricate. Yeah, I also I definitely uh, didn't want to hand him like that large of a level spell. So yeah, it would have just cost you two hours and one fabric and one uh, makehole for the day okay. to scribe a, uh, another scroll. You can just give both of them a scroll. I do that. Okay, they salute you and they they get to work now. If you're just looking for how many people can I gather for make whole spells, make whole is not exclusive to wizards. Uh, Sendara can cast it as a cleric, I believe. Aaron Ivy can cast it as a witch. Okay. I use the. Is it on the oracle list? Because I use most of the clerics too, right? Let's see. It's a second level oracle and cleric spell. Uh, second level occultist, second level psychic, and second level sorcerer and wizard. Essentially, my goal is to get like. An army of people doing make hold to make uh, yeah. this to get these things sh- ship shape. Yeah, yeah, as quick as possible. And I believe Aaron Ivy already has that. Uh, Fuck him. Th- wh- oh wow. <laughs> I've been kind of competing against Aaron Ivy. Like. <laughs> yeah, and he's been winning. So let's let's watch our mouth there. <laughs> so besides uh, Scram's new make hole enterprise, uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to do? I assume we're looking at like a week's worth of downtime right now. I, I probably brought Cheryl and I'm sorry I burned down your family's livelihood. <laughs> 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 Not nothing gets you over that. It's all segmented up, some toast. Fresh baked scones, man. <laughs> that's the go-to for I accidentally burned down your family. Is that what yeah, you that's, scones? I wasn't sure if ovens were That's That's the anymore. formal <laughs> breakfast for apologizing. Okay. <laughs> how did the giants do the cyclopes, uh, the cyclopes their yeah. ship did not sink but that's pretty much uh, <laughs> the same as that, everyone else that that was the that was the tier there there were the tier above that one our ship didn't sink <laughs> so you know the 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 jester's grin is one of the ships that kind of gets like pushed towards uh the docks uh but i believe you guys were planning to give them the Semidarogue. Yes, because that's the bigger. It's a bigger ship. It'll be better for them. So, and I assume Devoth would have wanted uh, the location of Barnabas Harrigan from those sailors at some point. Yeah, Devoth would kind of question them a bit. Get get the location of Harrigan's island. Get whatever intel they know about the place. You give them a map of the shackles, and they point to a tiny island right here. To the north of Shark Island, and they're like, "That's that's where his his island is." They say, "There's it's a there's a like a fort up on a cliff, and it, it's it's got some walls and towers." We we've n- none of us have ever been inside. They didn't let us inside. Like we were just on the ships uh, that as as they were gathering in in the harbor, and he he's like, "They've they've got a he he he's got this 
the sea monster that you've got to hit hit this gong and then throw uh throw like a like a pig or a cow or something overboard or uh, it's like it's trained to to not attack anyone that does that you gotta you gotta sound sound a gong and throw over an animal and it eats the animal doesn't doesn't bother the ship that's good to know he's like yeah 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 uh and and, and, and anything else i can do to to be helpful uh that's but i mean i guess that's about all i know though because you know we were only ever in the harbor we never they never let us in the fort yeah we've got the fort covered don't you worry about that okay okay very good i i knew you would captain devoth all right, the sucking up is getting tiring. Yes, you have, good call, good call. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I guess after getting that information, well, uh, uh, just to rewind back to yesterday in game real quick, the um, the Westerly Gambit, like they did prove like actually like helpful in the fight. They they, they didn't just kind of come in and come in and like mop up. They actually came in and like turned the tide. Yeah, they were like the deciding. Uh, that was like the decisive. Uh, turn in the battle okay was their uh their arrival okay i guess that's my next question is how long do i have the services of these fleets well if you uh approach the commodore of the westerly gambit and the commodore of mad jinx marauders and the commodore of the false face fleet alec vacanti yes they would all explain to you like uh, our collective bosses told us to help you guys out with this uh, with this assault, if you had other jobs lined up, uh, you're gonna have to take it up with them because you know we're we we've got losses that we need to recoup now. Ah, that's fair enough. And believe me, I appreciate the help you gave me here. Couldn't have done this without you. They nod their heads to Mad Shanks. I I just nod, and you can tell Enterinax we're even now. And to uh, whoever the Commodore of the Westerly Gambit is, like same thing to Tessa. They both nod and they say it was it was a thrilling battle. Barnabas Harrigan, he wasn't a very popular, or I, I guess he's not dead yet, but uh, you know he's he's not a very popular captain. But that didn't mean he wasn't uh, well known. Aye. Your victory over a fleet that he sent at you, especially one the size that it was, uh, they're going to be talking about this for a while, Devoth. That's the idea. Go spread the word. I just give them a, a quick handshake as they, I suppose, go to see to their ships. Yeah, they shake your hands and uh, off they go. And you guys can increase your infamy by one. Oh, I thought you yeah. were going to say level. I was like, oh. No. <laughs> Come on. Um, I have a quick question, though. Yeah. During the battle on, like, Harrigan's side, all the ships that we saw, did they appear to have flags and captains that were part of the shackles or did we have they know? all they all seemed to be under barnabas harrigan's banner they all had the the flag of the 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 whale with the the worms writhing out of it how about the generic like the crew that we've basically captured from them do they seem like an overly chelish bunch <laughs> <laughs> Give me a knowledge geography check. Uh, I'll take my 20 on that for a 28. All right. So obviously you don't have the full complement of the sailors that sailed against you. Like a lot of them died. Uh, but of the survivors, there's no way to tell for sure if if somebody's from Chelyx, you know, minus looking at like their birth certificate or something, or their driver's license. But um, 
you know that the the general stock of a Chalaxian citizen is pale a pale complexion and usually dark hair and you you note a a definite uh presence of that kind of build on um, among the survivors that's nothing definitive but it's for it, it being something that you're watching out for it's definitely a blip on your radar sounds fucking suspicious as hell yeah it's not nothing if you're sizing everybody up and you're like, there's a lot of pale-skinned, dark-haired fellows here. Okay. So what's the plan? So the plan is I'm going to leave... Basically, I'm going to leave a few ships at Sharkbane Island, mainly the ones that were worse damage and need to be repaired. Okay. And Devoth is going to take the rest of the fleet, and we're going to sail for Harrigan's Island. But before that, like, we're going to take the long way there. Like, We're going to take a quick stop in Quent... On the way to Harrigan's Island. Yeah, I guess we're going to stop and get a gong. <laughs> well, <I laughs> and some livestock. Well, wouldn't some of Harrigan's ship have the gongs? That's Ooh. a decent question, do they? Prob- probably livestock. Yeah. They'd have to. To go back. Well, unless they weren't ever planning on going back. Uh, you don't find any livestock, but you do find many of the ships do have like a spare gong hidden away in the lower decks. Put an actual number on how many days we're staying at the island. Two, three. I mean, from what Alex said, it, it would take what two days to repair the ships that weren't, you know, almost sunk. Of the ones that sailed under your banner, yes, right. So, I mean, I say, why don't we give it like three days and then take whatever ships are in good shape at that point with us to go assault Harrigan's Island? And how many days is it going to take us to get from our island to Harrigan's Island? Probably not that many. Probably one, judging by the map. You're looking at a... Two so days. how long are you guys staying on the island? Three days? Three days. All right, then it's looking. you're looking at a two-day trip to Quent. Okay, one day. And then a two-day trip to Harrigan's Island. We should spend four days on the island. Take the scenic route to Harrigan's Island. I will say, too, like I doubt we would just go to Quent and turn around and leave. We'd probably spend a day there selling and, and like okay. doing stuff. Perfect. That so three days to- on Sharkbane, two days to Quent... One day in Quent, two days to Harrigan's Island. It's fucking done. So by the time we get to Harrigan's Island, Ivan's armor will be complete. So what are you guys going to Quent for at this point? Because you don't need a gong. We got like 12 points of plunder in our hole. I'm looking at 14 right now. You know, as we were talking about how stupid it would be to go into battle with all your treasure in your ship's hole. (laughs) (laughs) 14 points of plunder. Here we go, boys. That, and honestly, I'm not sure if this 14 points of plunder counts the plunder we got from taking down uh, Bidu Hanji. Well, we should definitely leave a bunch of plunder points at Sharkbane Island. We should bring, yeah, like four so we can sell two and just have two in reserve in case, I don't know, on the way back we need to do something. Yeah, that's probably a good call. We'll leave like 10 points of plunder at Sharkbane. Okay, so you guys are staying on Sharkbane for three days, going to Quent. And you're selling plunder when you get there? We'll sell one point of plunder when we get there. And, uh, you know, and one point for the crew. Right. And then from there, we move on to Harrigan's Island. Okay. All right. So why don't you guys give me that check to sell plunder? Okay. Boom. 25, baby. Right. So with the assist, that's a 40 on the Intimidate. 
All right. Uh, at a minus five penalty from the stock market crashing. Right. With the construction of the statues. Fucking statues. So it's a 35. <laughs> 30, so we're getting 1,200 from that. All right. Okay. And then you guys head out to Barnabas Harrigan's Island. And we'll pick it up there next week. Oh, no. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. See ya. See ya. Okay, See ya. That's See ya. See ya. Hey, why was that lining up on me? I don't know what you're talking about. You point that arrow somewhere else. <laughs>